Hey, Nathan Gotcher, and in this episode of the SEO Life Podcast, I'm going to give you seven SEO predictions for 2019. And make sure you listen to the entire thing because number five definitely will not surprise you. So the question is, will SEO change in 2019? Well, of course, because change is inevitable. But what types of changes can you expect and prepare for? That's what I'm going to explain today. So my first prediction is that you can expect fewer clicks. The truth is searchers are clicking on organic results less than ever. And there are many variables responsible for this, but two of the biggest culprits are, number one, more SERP features, featured snippets, invisible organic results, instant answers, and knowledge boxes all reduce organic CTR. Number two, aggressive Google ads. Think about it, what's the best way for Facebook, Google, or any ad giant to increase revenue in the short term? They will force you to pay for ads by reducing organic reach. Now, I do believe Google cares about delivering quality answers for searchers, but don't forget, they will always care more about pleasing their shareholders. Google will always do what it takes to increase CTR for their advertisers, so never forget that. But the question is, what can you do to increase your organic CTR? The first thing you can do is avoid targeting dangerous keywords. You shouldn't target keywords that have a high probability of producing low CTR. You have to remember that Google can answer simple queries like, what time is it in location or what's the temperature? The searcher doesn't need to click through on these types of queries. In short, avoid keywords that have easy answers. The second thing you can do, which is a long-term initiative, but it's really important, is to build your brand. Branded searches are the key to long-term success. And the way you attract more branded searches is by having an amazing product and by adding incredible value to your market. Plus, branded searches are a huge trust signal for SEO. I truly believe that your brand's reputation and trust is the future of effective SEO. More on this in a second. So my second prediction is that voice search becomes even more popular than it currently is. The truth is voice isn't the future, it's already here. According to Bright Local, 58% of consumers have used voice search to find local business information in the last 12 months. Now here's the good news. You don't really need to do anything new to optimize for voice search. All the traditional SEO actions like creating effective SEO content, on-page SEO, UX optimization, and link building will help your voice search performance. Now there is one key difference though. According to Brian Dean's voice search case study, approximately 75% of voice search results rank in the top three for that query. That means you need to focus on traditional rankings if you ever wanna become a voice search result. My third prediction is that mobile search continues to dominate. Now this is a no brainer here, but most searches are conducted on a mobile device. To be exact, according to Statista, 52% of all website traffic was generated through mobile phones in 2018. Now I will say it varies based on the industry. For example, 80% of the traffic that comes to gotchaseo.com is from desktop computers. And I've seen this trend in many B2B industries, but most industries will get the majority of their traffic from mobile devices. And this is why Google rolled out mobile-first indexing. And trust me when I say this, they have way more data than we do, and it's obvious that mobile is more important than ever. And that means that your website needs to be mobile-friendly. Not only that, the mobile experience needs to be exceptional as well. Bringing me to SEO prediction number four, which is UX becomes a stronger ranking factor. 
One of the best ways to improve SEO performance is to optimize your site's UX. In fact, Adobe discovered that 38% of people will stop engaging with a website if the content and layout is unattractive. This alone should make you value UX and UI optimization even more. But the question is, how do you actually optimize UX? Well, there are obvious UX optimization actions like increasing your website loading speed, making your site mobile friendly, not using aggressive interstitial pop-ups, or not using disruptive ad placements. But there is one UX optimization method that matters for SEO more than anything else, and that's optimizing for user intent. So what does that mean? It means that your page should satisfy the intent of the keyword that's searched. Now, I'm not gonna to get too deep into this, but the best way to understand user intent is through categorization. Just memorize these four types of user intent. Number one, informational. If a user searches how to build backlinks, you serve them informational content because that's the intent. Number two, comparison. If a user searches Moz versus Hrefs, they're looking to compare and contrast these two products so they can make an educated buying decision. In this case, a page explaining the pros and cons of these two products would satisfy the intent. Number three, transactional. If a user searches buy Gotcha SEO Academy, they're ready to transact. Number four, navigational. If a user searches Gotcha SEO Academy login, you know exactly what they're looking for. Give them the freaking login page. It's super simple. Just try to get into the searcher's mind every time you decide to target a new keyword. What do they actually want when they enter that search query? It's time well spent trying to figure it out and getting it right will improve your page's UX. That means users will stay on your page longer, won't pogo stick as much, may visit a second page on your site, or may complete a goal like subscribing, submitting a lead form, or even buying a product of yours. And I recommend using a combination of Google Analytics and heat map technology like Sumo, Hotjar, or Optimizely to test and optimize your UX. The truth is optimizing UX is just the baseline for effective SEO. But what happens when most websites already have strong UX? What signals can Google use to determine what's best? Well, they can use the same signal they've used since the beginning, which are backlinks. Bringing me to prediction number five, which is you'll still need backlinks to rank. I've heard some people claim that backlinks don't matter or that UX is more important than backlinks. Well, in my opinion, this is wrong. Links matter and will continue to be critical to Google's algorithm now and into the future. And that's because links are the only accurate differentiator if all things are equal. Let's say two pages are competing for a keyword. Both of these pages have in-depth, well-researched content written by a qualified expert, they have perfect page-level optimization, and they have perfect UX and all user signals are positive. How would you determine what page deserves to rank number one? Well, as you can see from this basic example, it's pretty challenging to make a decision when you don't have those external signals. That's why backlinks are so critical to Google's algorithm. But don't take my word for it. According to Brian Dean's massive ranking study, he found that the number of domains linking to a page correlated with rankings more than any other factor. And SEMrush had similar conclusions. They also found that the higher the domain's position on the SERP, the more referring domains it has. But not only that, Ahrefs studied 1 billion pages in their Content Explorer index and discovered that there's a direct correlation between total linking root domains and total organic search traffic. 
In fact, they discovered that 90% of the pages in their content explore index get zero traffic from Google. And guess what? Roughly 85% of those pages have less than three linking root domains. Now I know this is going to sound controversial, but saying that links aren't important for SEO is like being a climate change denier. The data doesn't support it. Now let's move on to prediction number six, which is accurate information becomes critical. Now this is not to say that accurate information wasn't critical before, but Google is taking the steps to really go after this particular element. Now I believe Google tested this theory with the Medic update, and I also think it wasn't a successful test because many of the websites that were impacted by this update saw a reversal after they dropped. It felt similar to the test they ran to see how the service would look without using link signals. But with that said, I believe it is and will be a big deal going forward. The truth is Google wants accurate information written by real experts in their search results. And you can feel this sediment throughout the search quality evaluator guidelines. But at the end of the day, this all circles back to quality content. If you go back a few years, you'll remember that Google's Panda algorithm targeted thin, low quality affiliate websites. So the question is, why wouldn't they continue down that path? I believe that Google wants to eradicate inaccurate and potentially dangerous information from their search results. The good news is that optimizing for EAT is easy. Number one, find a credible author. This would be someone with real credentials, real experience, or other forms of social proof in that particular industry. Number two, write well-researched, in-depth content. And number three, be a good company. And I know that might sound like a crazy concept, but you better believe that Google has all positive and negative information about your brand available. And the truth is, if your product sucks or your company wrongs its customers, then your SEO performance will suffer. And it may not happen tomorrow, but it's certainly coming. And my seventh and final SEO prediction for 2019 is that ranking will take much longer. Did you know that Ahrefs discovered that the average top 10 ranking page is over two years old? This is why I emphasize patience so much because SEO is a long-term game. If you're not willing to put in the work over a sustained amount of time, then it's probably not the right channel for you. That said, the potential is huge for people who are willing to do the right work and to be patient. So in my opinion, SEO will live on in 2019 and it will thrive. And despite all of these changes or perceived challenges, SEO is more alive than ever. There's no denying that it's harder and it requires more skill sets, but that's actually good in my opinion. It's good for those that are willing to learn, take action, and to be patient. And what I'm seeing now is that companies are willing to pay more for SEO than ever before because it's so much harder than it used to be. You can't just bring it in house and hope that some person can just figure it out. It's way too complicated at this point and it has too many different moving parts. But that also means that if you possess the ability to increase organic search traffic, you will never need to worry about money ever again because you can take on clients, you can start your own niche websites, and you can have real financial freedom when you learn SEO. And even if you wanted, you could get hired as an SEO in-house if that's something you wanted to do. But when you possess that skill, you become so incredibly valuable to the marketplace. And the truth is, all you need is the right SEO system to follow and a credible teacher who can teach you how to do proper SEO step-by-step step, and then show you how to take your SEO skills and turn that into a real career, either by starting your own SEO agency, building up niche websites, or even getting an incredible job in-house. 
And that's why I recommend you jump on the Gotch SEO Academy waitlist because I'm actually opening enrollment on January 8th, 2019. You definitely do not want to miss it because I'm going to show you exactly how to do SEO step by step so you can actually get results consistently. And then I'm actually going to show you how to start and grow niche websites and then even give you my exact formula for starting and growing a client SEO business. So I'm super excited to share this with you and I've been working really hard on those last two components, which is the money making side of SEO, which is really all that I care about and all you probably care about as well. So that's really why I change the course a little bit to focus on those two elements and the two elements that I have personal experience in. So with that said, you definitely do not want to miss out. So make sure you join the waitlist. I'll have a link below and we'll be opening on January 8th, 2019. So with that said, thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with anyone else you think would get a lot of value from it. So thank you so much and I'll talk to you in the next episode.